Yes. You are? Okay. We've had a lot of health issues the past couple of weeks, which is the reason why we didn't meet last week. This is your reminder that Lady COVID is still here. Um, she's raging, unfortunately. And so while we haven't um, um, required any masking for these rehearsals, this is just a reminder that we can make that requirement as needed. Uh, we often check uh, local county uh, levels and just see where we are with testing and whatnot. But just be prepared for that. If I were you, I would just have a mask with your folder all times, and then you can just have it ready to go then um, as need be. Okay, I think you had a question, sir. What was the date of the Pacific Uh Saturday, April 6th. Saturday, April 6th. That's in San Francisco. There is another Pacific Edge Voices concert the next day, Sunday, April 7th. That's at Lake Merritt, and that's a free concert for students and friends of the choir. You're more than welcome to come to that as well, but your actual singing participation with the EV will be April 6th. Okay. Any more questions about that? Yes. Silly question. Do you know what call will be? I have to check. Do um, you know what call is? This, by the way, Elaine is actually the um, uh, uh, manager for Pacific Edge Voices, so very easy to have that, that here. Um, so she can. Five thirty. Five thirty is the call time for it. Yes. Okay, so I think it's a seven p.m. performance for that. So just keep that in mind. Again, not required, but I welcome you all uh, to join in for that. Okay. We stand. We say hello to our neighbors and our friends. they took of us at Paramount too because there's so much good posture. Don't keep sitting, that's okay. But so much good posture across the choir at the Broadway. Shake out your hands. Get those fingers waving. Be careful, Barbara. Yeah. Stretch to the skies, fall to thy toes, and back up to that good posture we just established. Roll your shoulders back as you do it. Shoulders forward. Just a check. Soprano one, raise your hands high. Are you a new person? Oh, okay. What's your name? Welcome, Sam. Are you a soprano? Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, <laughs> soprano, well, I'll check you later. Soprano ones. Okay, one. Right, so soprano twos. Can I move you to soprano two just for balance, if that's okay? I'm sure you're a wonderful soprano one, just for balance. Soprano one, three, Okay. So, can I actually switch? Which is there? You're a tenor two, I imagine. And I want tenor twos here. So two, excellent, that's actually a nice balance. Ooh, on this note, listen to each other, blend the vowel, not you, not down the octave, up the octave, please. Keep moving, but put a cup in your hand, put a straw in the cup and take a sip. And keep that shape, that's the perfect O shape, down a half step. Down and half step. Don't let it 
faster, faster. Oh, that's good knees. Yes, that's, oh, yes, Karen. Good, good, good. And let your body move like this. Let your arms flail. It's actually really good for blood, blood pressure. Um, some of you know this, maybe most of you do. I have epilepsy, and so I'm always looking at ways to relax myself, particularly before sleep. And this is something my doctor said to do right before bed for about five to 10 minutes, and it helps to relax the body, relax the blood pressure, and all of that. Um, we are missing our pianist tonight, that's John Wilson. In fact, he'll be absent tonight and next week. Um, I think he's in a performance, and I forget where, but we will have a sub next week. What'd you say? Red Symphony. Is that what he's with? Oh, nice, cool. So he's with Marin Symphony, um, but we'll have a sub next week to fill him, and we'll have him back um, in mid-May. Repeat after me. Fear. Fear. Like T-H. Fear. 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 I'm not doing fear. 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 Ha, ha, ha.
Go, go, go. 
Not bad. Not bad at all. Next week, we'll try it again, but just for singing. So I'll start something kind of like Bobby McFerrin style, and then you'll all add your own little things to that. So be ready for that, please. Have a seat, please. And please welcome Phil up to talk about a piece he has brought to introduce to us all. I brought a piece to introduce to us all. In the 1900s, in the black community, it was a time of joy and challenge and pain and struggle and joy. Uh, uh, in, the, in the year 1900, Abraham Lincoln's, it was Abraham Lincoln's 100th birthday. And two brothers, James Weldon Johnson and his brother, J. Rosamond Johnson, thought they would write a song to commemorate his birthday. They were in Florida at this time. James Weldon is a, is a poet, and his brother's a musician. There we go. They wrote this song together. It's a song that talks about joy, despair, hope, and it ends in a prayer. It ends in a prayer. It's called Lift Every Voice and Sing. It started in Florida in 1900. It spread because they're good artists, and the 500 kids that sang it kind of enamored the crowd that was there. And so it traveled up the, up the, up the East Coast. And when the NAACP heard it, they got really excited about it. In the year 1920, they called it, they dignified it, calling it the Negro National Anthem. When I was four, <laughs> some years ago, uh, this is what, I, I remember singing this song both at my church and at Clawson Elementary School, singing it. And, uh, and many of us in the black community have grown up seeing this song. I think in the last 30 or 40 years, the broader American community has caught on to it, and there's all kinds of controversies. But that's the history of the song, and we're gonna sing it tonight. Love it. Yes. So, uh, for those, if you know it, the words on one side. If you wanna read music, there's the music on the other side. We have our sopranos, our tenors, our basses, and our altos. So, uh, yeah. I'm going to make a recommendation, Please, you don't mind. Let's all sing the melody first together. Let's all be soprano, just more to get the rhythm and the words. I'm sure many of you are familiar with this song. I think this is one the previous character did a lot as well, too. Yes. So if you know it, that's great. Let's just all be sopranos and sing this together. Oh, 
full of the faith that the dark past has, so it's for punctuated. Sing a song. Ready? Act. Sing a song.
second verse together, please. This song, until you talked about this, but I learned this song, I think I was like an infant. And it was sung in every church service, every community meeting that we went to. We would always end with this song, and that same stirring that I have then, I have right now when I sing it. So thank you for your beautiful work. Stony the road we trot. Try that verse. a little more sound just for balance. You have that inner part, so you can bring out some of those accidental. Stony, piano. Let's do 
Uh, the time that people felt yes about the chorus, 16 of you talked about the, I'm sorry, that's right, or you felt yes about the chorus. Uh, but the music, and the experiences that go with that, like African-American folk songs, how hard we work on the nativity piece, Chichester songs, you like the music. Seven of you said, uh, six talked about the community, that there's something about the way we hang out together, what we do together, both while we're here for a couple of hours and maybe in other places and spaces you're appreciated that. They talked about the vowel usage, the vowel usage, yes. People like that a lot. Thank you. That was your warm up. That was it. Yeah, your warm up. Came up in this. They liked me because. And also, and it's the stuff. So, uh, my thoughts are remember that. We make beautiful music. We make beautiful music that people here like. There's also a sense of community here. Be nice to each other. Get to know each other's names. We're a name town. You know? And, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. Be kind to each other. Uh, that's what keeps us here, and that's probably attracting people who are not here. There's something about this community, about how we hang out together, that can be a good thing. Can we improve? Yes. But what we have is good, can be improved on. Please turn to the second page, the back page, page two. When asked about what brought you to the chorus, I'll go more quickly through this. Uh, the first thing that people said, a specific person, brought them to the chorus. Somebody said, hey, I sing in the Oakland Symphony Chorus. Do you want to come to a rehearsal and see what it's like? So, remember that. Remember that. How many people here in this room came because someone specifically invited them? Raise your hands. Okay. It's not everybody, but it's a lot. A lot of people do that, you know? Um, and then they also commented that they heard a performance or, or a service of a specific outreach event that got them involved. In the old days, we used to have this thing called Summer Sing. It's so old, it was before my time. But talked about how we used to do these things in the summer, and it was great, and all of a sudden I came to a Summer Sing, it was open invitation, and I thought, hey, maybe I'll hang out with these people longer. Maybe I'll go to a, go to a, uh, uh, join the chorus, that kind of thing. And then they talked about the quality of the chorus, the work that we do, blah, 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 all those types of things. So I have some comments on the bottom, both in terms of inviting friends. Please keep inviting your friends. Uh, uh, my, my aunt is in here because she's had some good but she really likes this course. Yes. I want to just uh, further that point that yes. this rehearsal and next week's rehearsal are still open rehearsals. So you are welcome to invite anyone that you want to attend. Um, there will come a point when we have to, and I hate to use this word, close the rehearsals because our group will be set for a performance. But please take what Bill said and invite people to join us. Yes, and, and, and the chorus committee and others are thinking about ways that we can utilize great opportunities to advance the chorus and let people know about what's going on. Like, we just had a really great concert a few weeks back, but we didn't have a book table to invite people. Think, think if we had had someone standing there with a big sign that said, Oakland Symphony Chorus, see here for more information. Imagine the 20 or 30 or 50 people who might be in the room right now if we had thought about that. Okay, I thought about it, but I couldn't get it. Come here, but that kind of thing. And then social media. How many people came here because there's something about social media? Raise your hand. Okay. Oh, yeah, I said Okay, there we go, there we go. So, you know, social media. Some of us are, are inept with social media, but some of you are adept 
for social media. So in the future, we should think about that, how, ways to utilize that low cost, high impact. Thank you for your feedback. If you have more questions, come talk. Yeah, thank you, Bill, for this work. And obviously, um, you know, you all have different paths that you came into this choir or why you were made in this choir. I do want to share one thing that you just said. Um, I am a social media savant, I guess. Okay. I know, like, right. I have to be for my work and whatnot. Um, but there are many times when I'll just see a post from Oakland Sim on Instagram, and I'll just repost it on my story. And that has brought people into this choir. That action probably took a half second. You know, but that one action, someone saw it, and they were able, what did you see? Do you remember what it was? I saw you become the director of this choir, mm. and was like, oh, I need to join the choir. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a, also a reason why we do the why I sings, because it helps people remember why they're here as well. Eventually, my hope is that we can, with the uh, approval of those who are performing, record some of those and post them on social media, and that will inspire more people. My other choir that joined us for Carlos Simon, uh, Pacific Edge Voices, we've been doing this for about six or seven months now, and our social media presence has skyrocketed. We get way more attention, likes, we've had people inquire about auditioning, so um, even if you're not a social media person, you can simply just share something, and that could be enough for your community to see what you're doing. And it really is one of the best ways to get the word out. So please take that seriously. Uh, with that in mind, take out Luke's Eterra, please. Now, a few weeks ago, whatever it was, we listened to Hymn of Axiom, and um, we talked about that piece. We didn't listen to Luke's Eterra yet, but we'll do that now. The thing to know about this piece is it's based from a larger work. Does anyone know the larger work that is? The Nimrod variation by Elsa. So it was originally an instrumental piece, I think more for strings and orchestra, and then it was arranged with this text, the Luke Saterna text. Where does Luke Saterna come from? The Requiem Mass. It's typically the last movement of most Requiem Masses, and it means the light eternal. It's almost like we're remembering someone as a presence of light, as a presence, and it's believed. Even though the Requiem Mass is the Mass for the Dead, this is probably the most uplifting part of that Mass. As you listen to this, do a couple things, please. We're going to play the Lotus 8 recording of this. I want you to first mark your saves. There are eight saves in this work. From high to low, it's soprano 1, soprano 2, alto 1, alto 2, soprano 1, and so forth. You should mark them on each page turn, and that way when you turn the page, you're not doing the vertical up and down search set, okay? The second thing you should do as you listen to this piece, follow your part. And if you hear notes that sound like, oh, that's a tricky interval, or oh, that might be challenging, circle it, indicate, and it will come back, okay? Let's listen to Bolshevist
octet of singers from PED will sing that. So you know, okay? We're still going to practice it just for our sake, but just so you know, if you perform it, they'll sing that part. Going on, we're at measure 11 now, and this is where 16 singers start to sing. So some of you might sing this, but most of you won't. Yeah. 
to make sure that belief comes down. That's what solidifies the core before we get to the end. Let me hear altos and sopranos. Sopranos, you're on your own now. Altos, I'll play your part for you. And alto two, you're actually the melody here at the end, which is so cool, I think. Here's your note, alto one, alto two, soprano two,
but look at measure 30. Uh, tenor twos, bass ones, and really a lot of people on page 10. Watch those rhythms on requiem eternam, or um, nam requiem perpetuam requiem. It's going to feel like it doesn't fit, but it really does fit quite well. I want to hear the NAA do it so damn You sing again for me, please. You can make true fortissimo here, okay? But no break between Eterna and Requiem. Yeah. 
because the alto has it there. Can I hear altos and sopranos alone sing Keep Them All on their parts, please? Here's your note, just alto, soprano, and. time on this rhythm. Everyone go to measure three. You know that. You know that. 
You have these triplets here. It looks more complicated than it really is. Repeat after me. You know that. You know that. You know that. Again. You know that. You know that. Now, what is the T of that, though? On the rep, how do we say that? Think of it this way. So if you're thinking of this, of these measures as three groups of triplets, Let's go on for now. 
measure 18. Here, your note.
said, basses, work harder to keep that note you have really stable, no vibrato, it supports all that's happening here, okay? Uh, uh, make sure you breathe in, don't go, ah, uh, but, uh, and then you're there. Have a seat, please. So what is this song about? When you read the text, well, first of all, it's called the Hymn of Axiom. What is Axiom? It was a data uh, company in the 90s or early 2000s, I think. It's still out there. It's still out there? I saw a notice of it in the news. Oh, nice. If you Google it, that's all you get. Yeah. The composer of this, Vienna Tang, used to work at the company. And she would listen to the hum of her computer all the time and would make up songs in her head to the pitch the computer was humming. And this was one of them. Now when you read the text, somebody hears you, you know that, you know that. Somebody hears you, you know that inside. Someone is learning the colors of all your moods Say just the right thing and show that you're understood. Here, you are known. Doesn't seem so bad so far. <laughs> they want to know who we are. It's not so bad. Leave your life open. You don't have to hide. Someone is gathering every crumb you drop, mindless decisions and moments you long forgot. Keep them all. Seems kind of creepy all of a sudden. <laughs> now it gets really creepy. Let our formulas find your soul. We will divine your artesian source, the source of your mind, martial feed, and force our machines to design you a perfect love or a perfect lust. What the hell? <laughs> oh, how glorious! Glorious, a brand new need is born. Wow. What do they need? Now we possess you. Now we possess you, but you'll own that in time. Now we will build you an endlessly upward world, reach in your pocket, embrace you for all your worth. And here's the best line I think in the song. It asks, is this wrong? <laughs> Isn't this what you want? Amen. <laughs> when you read the text like that, what are your impressions? What, who, who is the song? Like, who is singing? Who do we represent in this song? Chaos. Someone said chaos. AI, yeah, social media, ChatGPT, Google. All those search engines and things that need information from us in order to better function. I mean, how appropriate is the song for the world that we're living in now? And you think about a computer singing from the perspective to humans, like, give us more, 
so we can help you. It's creepy. But the song, the harmonies are gorgeous. This is why I love this song, because not everything of beauty and theme needs to be beautiful in harmonization and vice versa. So please take this song home. I'm going to give you a big assignment for this, and that is learn your part by next week for the whole song. I don't think it's that challenging. I think when you put all the parts together, it really makes more sense. Individually, it can be a little challenging. Kind of, you do have some tricky intervals in there for sure, so just circle those as you can. You can also Google Himavastium part tracks, and they're all on YouTube already. I think Vienna Tang or, or Matthew Brown actually made those. So you can find part tracks for your part up there if you Google them, okay? And there are recordings on Chorus uh, Connection. Oh, perfect. For both of these pieces. Awesome. Oh, you had a question? I uh, just wanted a statement. As someone who spent his career building these types of things. Oh. Um, yeah, talk about it. I, I find that the, 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 the beautiful setup to harmony is, is, is very, is very apropos. You think so? Well, it's the whole idea. Yeah. Yeah, and when you think about, we think about it's a computer singing, so of course it's going to want to be super harmonic and make sense mathematically and whatnot. That, to me, is a justification for why the harmony is the way it is. But the story, the message, is it's kind of creepy, obviously. Okay? I invite you to Google Vienna Tang. She's done a number of TED Talks about this piece, as well as performances. I think she was just in the Bay Area maybe last She's year. at the break every year at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. In fact, PEB will be working with her next season, so uh, we'll be inviting her here. But I hope you like the piece, and I hope you consider joining PEB in singing it. OK, it's time for announcements. Uh, Chorus committee, come on up, please. Sarah, do you have any announcements to give today, or? I'm trying to before if I don't have it. Okay. So I bet lots of you were planning on coming to the chorus committee meeting next Monday, yes. right? The first Monday. Yes. Yes. Wrong. We're not yes. doing that anymore. We are going to meet, but we have changed our meetings to the third Thursday of the month because Ash has said he will always be there if we meet on the third Thursday. So we'll give you a reminder so you won't want to miss that meeting. But please don't look for the Zoom on Monday because it won't be there. <laughs> and next week I will bring sign-up sheets for our buddy system. So if you've been around for a long time and would like to volunteer to be a buddy for a new singer, you can sign up next week and if you're a new singer and would like a special friend to guide you through all of this. Watch for these sheets next week. We'll have a sign up. And we have wonderful treats to celebrate the birthdays and to celebrate all of us being here. Last Wednesday, there was a sheet cake. Where did it end up? The youth chorus? Jim's Church. Jim's Church. Um, because we weren't here. And so we don't have a birthday cake. There is a fruit heart to die for. I, I think that Ash, who took the first piece, can accept it to that. So we're so glad those of you who are visiting came. We hope you'll come again. Let's have some food, and then we'll hear from the chorus, from the board committee that's looking at our future leadership in the symphony. How long? Before we dismiss the break, I just want to read a note from Mieko about the performance.
performance a couple weeks ago and give you my uh, very quick feedback on that. Uh, Mieko just sent uh, Sarah and I a text. I won't read the whole thing, but she says, please congratulate the chorus and share with them how incredibly proud I was of their phenomenal, polished per SFCV performance. They deserve every compliment and then some. I look forward to challenging them all and me with more high-profile, national-level projects to come. So bravo to you all, seriously. Um, yeah. I, um, you know, I, I missed a few rehearsals because of illness and whatnot, and we had some subs come in. And I always knew you would pull it off and, and we would have a great performance, but there was something magically amazing about being on that stage with you all a couple weeks ago. Uh, first of all, hearing Mars Brown's low notes, like, from behind him, still making us rattle was just incredible. The audience definitely bought into it. They got the story. They appreciated the story. There were members of members of the Robeson family and foundation there who also congratulated you. I'm going to be honest. I was really happy with the review, but that's not why I do this. Um, and that's not why any of us should do this. It's great to get that recognition, and you deserve it for sure. But keep that work ethic, regardless if it's reviewed or not. You know, keep that pride for your organization and for how you sound and how you look, regardless of who comes to it. Um, it invites people into this community. I would invite you all this week, if you have social media or some way to post, post about Hindemassi. Post about Lucas Terra. Post about Here I Stand. Tell people in your own words, from your heart, what the, that performance meant to you and what these pieces might mean to you moving forward. It's okay to say, yo, we're singing some creepy shit. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, you know, we're singing some creepy stuff. Um, you know, uh, and that might intrigue us. What do you mean? What's happening? And that's okay. Be honest. And be, and be from your heart if you do those posts, okay? Sarah, do you want to say something about the scores you said? I just am missing a handful of them. These are the Carlos Five and Here Are Stand yes. scores. There's a couple we know. Yes. Yes. You guys have one still? I have one still, yes. Okay, we need that. They need to be returned yes. ASAP. It's not a public work, so they have to come back okay. to us. Yeah. yeah. So if you still have one, please talk to Sarah ASAP about that so she goes. We're going to take a 15 minute break. When we come back at night, do we have a board member here to talk to yes, us? About? Oh, hey, how are you? We're going to have a discussion about the uh, uh, conductor candidate search, and he'll answer some questions for you. Uh, please come back. New tradition, when someone gives you a break time, please reply, thank you, at that break time, so the director understands that you will be back on time. Please be back in your seats at 9.15. Thank you.